Your question, Father. Uh, Mr. Vidal, though Father Hill and I perhaps are of different persuasion, he's Roman Catholic, I happen to be a priest of the Greek Orthodox Church, and uh, throughout history we may have had some fundamental differences about uh, certain positions. I find it extremely easy to be able to cooperate and work with Father Hill in, in this area because uh, I'm very much disturbed by, by um, the fact that the statement that you made previously that, that people with black uh, leather belts uh, concern only those who have a kind of a taste for this. Uh, this sort of goes against our whole concept of what conditioning and what education is for a child in terms of certain levels of development by which a child is led to acquire certain uh, concepts of life that will enable him to fit into society uh, with a sense of the dignity of, of human life and all of these values that have been quite precious to man uh, for many, many centuries. And the problem is that always a civilization seems somehow to come to the end of paved road when we can get uh, the kind of, of pornographic scenes, for example, that you see in the, the Pompeian vases and this kind of thing. That now, Pompeii was, a, was rather a healthy and vigorous civilization. Now, don't, don't give this my period now. <laughs> Indeed. I won't hear a word against that, and they had a much more honest, direct idea about sex, none of which was dreamed of. Uh, by those followers of St. Paul who, alas, are still with us and still militating against man's natural energies. Yeah, we're, but we're talking about essentially Pompeii. We're Pompeii talking about Pompeii Rome. did we're not collapse. About, so. We're talking about classical Greece. We're talking about Babylon, uh, the Babylonian uh, civilizations. Father, yeah, have you got a question? Well, I have a question. We're running out of time. I have a question. And the question is precisely this that does not every generation have a responsibility for the education of its younger citizens that involves the transmittal of certain uh, age-old venerable customs and mores, if you would, and patterns of social behavior that have been tested and that have been found uh, to be of some value in, in the production of valuable citizens for another generation. And that, uh, that which you claim appeals only to the man that likes black leather belts does not. It appeals to an, to an entire generation that is exploring a world. This seems to be more of a sermon than a question, uh, and a very worthy one, but uh, you're making the point that we hand on our tribal knowledge to one another. Indeed, we do. But so far, you have not questioned one single first assumption, nor has our friend here, uh, about what kind of a society we should have in a world that's overpopulated, in which your church is dragging its feet very badly in which 14,000 people starve to death every day, and Pope Paul talks about, we must have more visitors to the banquet of life, unquote, that unhappy phrase. So we must begin to see, first of all, you, you were saying the sanctity of the home, I'm sure, will be the next thing we'll hear. But we have to say, do we need marriage? Do we want marriage now? Shouldn't we limit the number of people allowed to be born? I'm going back to first premises. You're acting as though they're all agreed upon and we must remove black leather belts because they're untidy. No, we're not saying that in the least, and that is not the concern here, but we're concerned with a distorted viewpoint of life that you do not hold and that you do not consider good literature or good art or good anything, and that it precisely it conveys to young people a distorted image of life that does not exist. 
Well, a young person so easily affected by a work of uh, pornography uh, would be a very odd duck indeed who was going to have trouble anyway. Uh, people are more resilient than that. First of all, most young people are extremely conformist. They will always act more or less out what their group wants them to be. And they will, you know, we don't have to worry about them. There are a few oddballs that are obviously going to end up raping somebody. And I don't think that your censoring of books is happy a thought as it is to many people in the United States to be able to say, no, you cannot publish this book. Because I think often, often very often when the church militant over here gets ready on little censorship against pornography, they're really worried about censoring things which may shake people's faith which they regard really as, and I always come down to that, as being the center of any argument about censorship. And when you get into that, you'd have to discard all the 18th century founders of this oh, country. This is not at all the point. The point is that a, a child originally starts eating uh, baby food because he cannot consume hard meat. You're expecting a youngster of 12, 13, 14 to be able to have the moral discernment of an like, adult. Well, I'm not expecting anything. Look. Any 12 or 13-year-old should be told everything that there is to know about sex if he's interested. And if he's going to read it in, in uh, unpleasant little pornographies, that's too bad. I'd rather have him read it in other books. But I want him to know everything. But he because does, that is the beginning of understanding of other people. He does, and this, this he is does not understanding. He's not going to run out and become a rapist because he's read that a man actually went to bed with a woman or actually got into a bathtub with a girl? My golly. Well, this may lead what him into a homosexual experience with another boy. Well, this what's may wrong with that in an overpopulated world? What's wrong with that? Yes, give me one argument, and God knows the Greek church is, well, say nothing about the You're, Greek church. You've mixed oh, up your period well, uh, a little bit. The period, the, the, the current metropolitan of Greece has been arrested for that by the and Greek junta. Exactly. He's been arrested because of, of, of a perverted act. He certainly that, has, uh, but he had been going on for many years. And disgraced his one. humanity as well. This is precisely what we're saying, and that we cannot in any way encourage young boys uh, into this kind of relationship. Because we know the scientific studies of, of homosexualities point out that, that this is a kind of, uh, of uh, interrupted ego development. It's, uh, I, 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 I think you're on very shaky ground. I'm not at all on shaky ground, and there like, are I've a just, number of I've very just, good works. I've just come from Athens, where it's a... The, the, the church is much involved in that, and I, I can only assume that you're in favor of the junta. It's got nothing to do with my <laughs> politics. It's got to do with the homosexuality tendencies of a bishop who should not have uh, been a bishop in the first place. Yes, well... We're not condoning that. I would see absolutely nothing, uh, nothing wrong with it. But this is it. precisely the kind of a world that we're trying to create where there's nothing wrong for a young child of 9, 10 to become uh, encouraged in homosexual practices. Who's is encouraging anybody? I'm talking about people being told about everything. You have your own narrow views of what is correct sexual behavior. I happen to disagree with it, and I think there are a great many people who do. What? You have every right to propagandize from the pulpit and give us the same right to propagandize with books. I certainly am not going to try to shut down your church as appalling as I find your argument. Uh, I will just simply try to counter them in literature. I'm certainly not going to organize something like our friend here to censor works and tear down the billboards of the graduate out of the, out of the t city transit system. Precisely. I mean, this is too much. You are dealing with young children whose impressions are being formed, and I'm sure that you wouldn't well, encourage you, your I, own children of, in homosexual pathos in your cry there, but neither one of us at the moment is dealing with young children. We're talking about ideas. Gentlemen, I'm sorry. We've reached the end of our time, but we haven't fully explored the subject. I wonder if you'd both come back and have another go. Would you? Thank you. Great. Very much. Uh, Back in a moment for good night.
and come back with us after this message. That's our show for tonight. I hope you liked it, and I hope you'll be back with us again next week at the same time. Till then, good night. back we had a fascinating chat on pornography obscenity and related matters our guests then are our guests tonight because we didn't quite complete our guests are uh, Gore Vidal the well-known playwright author whose latest book Myra Breckenridge is fast becoming one of the best sellers in the country and certainly one of the most talked about novels Mr. Vidal's play Weekend has just opened on Broadway and Father Morton Hill Jesuit is the executive secretary of Operation Yorkville, a nationwide organization interfaith, which works to counter the flow of obscene material to children and youth. Father Hill was recently appointed to the President's Commission on Obscenity and Pornography. Um, I well, just I, I, I make an apology to Father Hill. I, he pointed out to me that I made it sound as if this was entirely backed by his church, this group, and indeed it is an no, interfaith. It's, an interfaith. interfaith. it's uh, unfortunately it's all churches. Yes, you see, Jewish, the, yeah. I the way uh, I read your article, Gore, uh, and the way you and I differ, I would say, is this. You are a secularist, and I am a theist. By a secularist, I mean one who prescinds from God. And I notice this in the way you talk about marriage. You talk about marriage as a tribal entity. Uh, you do not talk about it as a, um, as a sacrament. You do not talk about it as a lasting union in the Judeo-Christian concept as something sacred. Uh, True. In this way, we differ, and we differ, in other words, in a philosophy, we differ in basic principles. Now, we ought to keep this in mind in any discussion we have uh, in things that uh, concern sex, either directly or indirectly. Which is why I said, I said at the beginning that we must, should go back to first principles rather than assume right. that we were in any agreement, basically. Right. Would you agree that pornography, we never did get to a definition of it, 
the Supreme Court, I think. Would you quarrel with its definition, Father Hill, about appeal to the prurient and without redeeming... Well, the Supreme uh, Court value? has never defined pornography. They have instituted four tests, four distinct tests. Now, I don't want to go into those tests now because they're very confusing. And the uh, court is confused, and too. And the court is Nobody confused. The language of the court is highly confused. So uh, uh, this, is, this is one of the problems. This is the reason we have a problem of obscenity, because... Well, what I tried to do the last time we got together was to find some instances in the motion picture, in the theater, in books, that you think are clearly pornographic. I mean, I'm not talking about some illicit little uh, printing press in a basement in Philadelphia, and I don't know the title, and neither does Gore or anyone else. I'm talking about books that the people are reading, or films that they're going to see. Are there any currently that you regard as pornographic? I tried to explain in the very beginning of this broadcast that we are not censors. We don't get out any list of books, a list of movies, and say these are condemned and these are approved. Well, we you saw an ad like in the we subway. Try... You saw an ad for The Graduate, and you said that's obscene. That's pornographic. Uh, pull it down. And, and, and no, you we didn't. Were... no, we didn't. You said, please, no. Transit Authority, pull it down. Let me explain this. We have an office. We have a weekly radio program. Everybody knows in the metropolitan area what Operation Yorkville is. Now, we started getting telephone calls from every direction about this ad. We took a look at the ad. A number of us looked at it. Priest, minister, rabbi, orthodox, Mormon, we all looked at it. We compared our feelings with the response of the community. Now, once we What's have... the next step is what I wanted to know. You've looked at something and you don't approve of it. Now what is your next step for action? Because this presumably now, you exist for action. This is after the ad is up. This is not before it's up, yeah. so therefore it's not censorship. Censorship would be before it's up, right? The no, community that's pre-censorship. There's a post-censorship. I mean, when a play is on and is ordered to, to uh, be shut down, post that is censorship. Post-censorship is enforcement of law. Pre-censorship is censorship. In other words, any action before release is censorship. Well, any action after release... I, I think, semantically speaking, uh, censorship does exist uh, even after the, the thing is out, and you determine for one reason or another that it is against the law or while pending. This, this happens with books all the time. It used to happen when they'd be seized. And then a court would have to go through where they are, where they're not obscene, and meanwhile they were un, un, unable to sell them. The ordinary so meaning of the word censor, though, is... In any case, you, you act to have that sign removed. Yes or no? We expressed the opinion of the community to the proper authorities. We channeled yes, the community you, opinion. Yes, you in a asked for that right. sign to be removed. Okay. Right. right. Now, that, do you object to that? Do you object to that procedure? Uh, you, it's a free country. You can ask for anything. Right. I just hope they don't do as you, <laughs> do as you suggest. Why? Because I saw nothing objectionable in that ad. Well, that may not have been the ad. There were several ads, and I don't no, believe... No, I assure it. you, I Father, I, I, I asked the producer of the movie, uh, uh, you know, Embassy Pictures... I know, Joseph I know. Because I said, Tell, give me the ad that the, but there were whole the, that the Father's organization is. objected to, and it was taken down. Yeah, I this think is an he ad for I the graduate. He objects I guess to the you text, didn't like which the text. says, Benjamin, do you find me undesirable? Oh, no, Mrs. Robinson, I think you're the most attractive of all my parents' friends. Well, this is a... Yeah. Now, what you know, concept I, I, do you get from this? What concept? Well, what is a, a young man has gone to bed with a friend of his parents. Right. Now, now I don't call this uh, much better with somebody he knows than with a stranger, I would think. <laughs> you have to begin somewhere. Uh, I found the movie rather moral and uh, rather funny and rather touching and certainly unadventurous. Yes. I can't imagine mm -hmm. anybody going out and uh, There's no question taking an axe to somebody. There's no question in the movie. In fact, the reports are that it's, uh, it's an excellent movie, yeah. an outstanding movie. It's a question of the community reaction to that ad. People felt that it was obscene because and it gave youngsters the 
an idea that they didn't want him to have. And you then saw fit as the holy office to see to it that the secular arm acted. When I, when you say uh, I, we, they, all right, we, sorry, we, we, interfaith, interfaith, all right. this way. Well, you're yes. not the community now. Don't start identifying yourself with that. Uh, you are a group of clergymen of various faiths. Clergy and laymen. And laymen, all right, right, but it still isn't a majority of the eight million people in these five boroughs. So don't speak for them. Just speak as one group with a particular bee in its bonnet. Well, uh, Father, have you seen act. the movie? No, I haven't. Would I must say you are uncorrupted by the text tonight. <laughs> this is an ideal situation. Wouldn't it be relevant to see the motion picture? No, it had nothing to do. We're talking about the ad, not the picture. They're two completely different things. Yes, An ad and a movie are two different things. But if the ad was generically related to the movie, its substance, its essence, its uh, values, and the picture has been hailed at every hand, might not the ad be sufferable? There's nothing to do with it. Nothing Isn't it part of your job to see the movie? No. No. Now, suppose somebody so had my, seen the you movie. You have not read his Myra Breckenridge. I haven't read it. And you don't intend to read it. I have no reason to read it. I read a book when I have many, many reasons to read it. And I have no reason to read... Now, suppose you saw I read the reviews on this book. And after reading the reviews on this book, uh, my feeling would be that this is the last book I'd ever read. Well, might not, as a as specialist on pornography and obscenity, might not it be an obligation of your Jesuit function to read the book? No. No obligation whatsoever. None. Yeah, but how could you censor it or post-censor it? Uh, as I explained, we don't censor books. Just... just things uh, advertising we don't censor advertising we express we can express opinion just as you can you, you express you, what other opinion have you expressed it? beyond the ad and of the graduate in the subway system what else has your organization interfaith uh, expressed itself on well we have expressed ourselves on the occasion of certain Supreme Court decisions on uh, things that um, uh, we felt were against the feeling of the community if, uh, if a decision comes through uh, approving things that uh, the community uh, has reacted to, and uh, if the court gives uh, a rule which is unintelligible to the lawyer, to the prosecutor, uh, we have on occasion uh, expressed our opinion about the vagueness of a, uh, of a uh, Supreme Court test as it developed. Mm. I love the way you refer to the community. I wish I had that confidence with my constituency, which might be This is a word country. that I noticed to be completely lacking in your article. There was no uh, even reference to the impact of obscene material on community. And the, uh, on the other hand... No, I talked a good deal about society and a good deal about tribe, which I think tribe, puts, us, pu which, which puts us into a better perspective. Well, there was the tribe of Moses. We, we're all tribalists at heart. It's just that some tribes should change that. their habits. I wondered why you used